if you will. Now, turn to Psalms 139. Psalms 139. Please don't stand yet. Uh, I want, as y'all are turning there, I want to... Uh, there's something else I want to say, too. Uh, uh, several months ago, my wife, uh, she had been uh, going down to see her dad in Paris, Texas. Uh, he just turned 91. Uh, has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, uh, but still has got a, a pretty sharp mind, knows his daughters, and, uh, but anyway, she just wants to be, to go down there to love on him every chance she gets. Uh, and I told her the, the very first time I was miserable because uh, I didn't like to be by myself. You know, after uh, uh, almost uh, 48 years now being with my Terry, I mean, when I'm not with Terry, I'm a nervous wreck. And I, and I, I want to tell you something. I, I really believe that I'm a man. I'm, I'm not saying I'm a man's man, but uh, I don't like the dark. <laughs> I, I just don't like the dark. Uh, uh, the first uh, couple of times she left, I, I'd have to turn a light on somewhere back there so I could kind of see a little bit. Now, come on now. But anyway, anyway, these last two or three times, I, 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 because I couldn't sleep. Once I'd wake up a little bit, that light would keep me awake the rest of the night. So these last two or three times, I've uh, turned the lights off. And I said, Lord, if there's a booger under my bed, he's just going to have to get me in the dark. Because, I mean, I, I can't sleep. Well, this last time she went, uh, oh, it have been... Uh, uh, a week or so ago, <laughs> she uh, she went, you know, and I was, uh, and I, I've been uh, trying to read a little bit in my Bible before I went to bed. It seems like it, you know, just draw that perfect peace that I want from, from God. And uh, anyway, I, I read in First uh, Peter 5, 7, where it says, casting all your cares upon him for he careth for you. And, and I just love that verse. I, mean, I, just, I thought, well, that's a good verse to end on. Miss Kathy, but I, I, uh, I look down there to that next verse where it says, Be sober, be vigilant, for your adversary the devil has a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. Now that's what I went to bed and, and went to sleep on. Well, I didn't know this, but my sweet wife, she's just, she got these newfangled light bulbs and she put them in the kitchen with the other light bulb, but once it breaks power or you lose power, this silly bulb comes on. I mean, it just, it comes on. And so I, was, I had everything turned off, and I, I went to sleep, and uh, we had a little storm. I love to sleep during storms, don't y'all? Listen to the rain and the smell of the, of the rain. Anyway, I was, I was sleeping pretty good, Brother Brett. I really was. And, and uh, all of a sudden, the electricity went out. This light bulb come on. And out of a deep sleep, this bulb come on, and I woke up. I said, there's somebody in the house. <laughs> I, I, I jumped out of the tried to jump out of the bed, and I always carried, keep a pistol on my nightstand. I, I tried to grab the pistol, as you know, guys would do, and I knocked it off in the floor. <laughs> well, that wasn't all of it. I, I was getting out of the bed, and, my, and I, when I turned, I kicked it with my foot, and it went under the bed. <laughs> so, so here I was on all fours, <laughs> trying to get that, that gun. I, I, if there had been a booger in the house, he would have been laughing. I'd probably killed him with laughter. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, uh, me and darkness don't get along, but I, I'm thankful, I'm thankful that uh, God gives us a lot of promises. He says in uh, John chapter 12, verse 35, Jesus said to them, he said, yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness come upon you. You know, I, I really believe with all my heart, you know, that God has given us something to do, each and every one of us, those of us that proclaim to be Christians, 
Brother Dave. And every one of us, uh, God says, I've got a plan. I've got something for you to do. And um, we need to be busy about doing that. Amen? And, and I, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's such an important thing. It's such an important thing for each and every one of us to follow God's leading. Tonight, now, this is, uh, that was just for free. I want to get into the message tonight. Uh, if you will, stand as we read Psalms 139. Uh, the first three verses. The Bible says, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou hast known my downsitting and my uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassed my path and my lying down, and are acquainted with all my ways. Heavenly Father, God, I just pray, Lord, you'll steal my heart. Lord, just, uh, just talk through me. God, give them exactly what they need this night. Lord, I love you. Lord, please teach me to love you more. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You may be seated. Several years ago, I brought this message, I think, to the refiners, folks, but uh, it, it fits. It's a, it's a perfect fit for tonight. So I wanted to use it again tonight. There was a, a young boy and his sister. He was 11 years old, and she was about a year younger than him. Uh, their names were Andrew and Crystal. I don't know where they came up with these names. But anyway, they just got out of school. It was summertime. And they were, they were really excited because they got to go to Grandpa's house out on the farm. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, those of you that live in the city, city life, uh, going out to the farm and visiting is an exciting thing. Uh, they, were, uh, they were counting down the, the, the days until... Uh, Grandpa come picked them up, took them out to the farm. At, on the way out, they talked about all the exciting things they were going to do while they were at the farm. Well, they got to the farm, and uh, Grandma excused herself. She was going to uh, prepare the meal to get ready to eat. And, uh, and uh, Grandpa, he took uh, little Andrew to the side, and he said, Hey, i got something for you. So they walked out into the backyard, and, and he said, Here you go. And he gave them a slingshot. And two of them little boxes of BBs. He said, now, he never had one before. He said, now, you go out there beyond the backyard, out there in them trees, and uh, you can practice with this thing. So he gathered them up two or three cans and put them by a big old tree and uh, stepped off, of, you know, about 15 feet. And he just let her rip four, five, six, eight, ten times. Andrew probably about 20 times. And he missed every time. He's, he was getting kind of uh, discouraged, so he said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for the tree. The tree's big. I could hit that thing. Brother, he tried several times to hit that tree, and he missed the tree. By this time, he was totally despondent, uh, saved by his grandma's call for lunch. You know, so they, he was coming in. He had it in his hand and everything. He was going to shoot again, but he just thought, wow, I'll miss it again. He walked out from the trees walked into the backyard, going to go up to the back steps there, but he was about halfway into the yard, and one of Grandma's pet ducks come waddling by. Don't get ahead of me. <laughs> he, he, he reared back. He said, he just thought for a moment, I'm, I'm going to try. And he reared back, and he let her fly. Cole, he hit that silly duck right between the eyes, killed it dead. I'm talking graveyard dead. It just dropped. And uh, he was f full of surprise, f full of grief, 
and, and he, he plumb got scared for a minute. Uh, he grabbed the duck, ran out to his grandpa's wood pile, and buried the duck underneath the wood so nobody would see it. Well, after he got all this done, he looked up on the back porch, stood his sister, Crystal. She's seen everything. Everything. She saw the whole thing. So she didn't say nothing. He walked past her, went and washed his hands, cleaned up, and uh, they sat down and had their meal. And uh, after they were finished with their meal, Grandma said, hey, Crystal, why don't you come help me uh, clean up the kitchen and wash the dishes? And she said, to Grandma, I'd really like to. I'm not really want to, but Andrew said he wanted to help you. He really wanted to help you in the kitchen. And she leaned, this thing is killing me. This, uh, she, he, she, leaned, he leaned over and said, uh, Andrew, remember the duck? He said, remember the duck? So, uh, he went reluctantly. Is that a good, good town? Right here. Can you hear me now? Anyway, she bent over and said, Andrew, you remember that duck? So anyway, he went and washed the dishes. And after that was all done, they were sitting there visiting in the living room. And uh, Grandpa said, hey, kids, we're going to go fishing tomorrow. He said, I got a big fishing trip planned. We're going to have a good time. Grandma said, well, Crystal needs to stay and help me. We're going to prepare some special things for dinner. And she said, I would, but Andrew said he wanted to help you, Grandma. And she leaned back over and said, remember the duck. This went on for a week and a half of their two weeks there, uh, driving Andrew crazy. He couldn't take it anymore. I mean, he was getting plumb beside himself. So he, he walked up to his grandma and he confessed the whole thing. He said, Grandma, I, I just want you to know, I, out of impulse, I just, I, I, I shot it. I shot the duck and I killed it. And she said, Grandson, I know you did. I was standing right there at the window and I saw you do it. I saw the whole thing. She said, but I love you. And because you've asked me, I forgive you. And I'll always love you. Now, uh, of course, they, there was a lot of hugging and a lot of reunion there and a lot of uh, relief on his part, on this young Andrew's part. But I want you to know that kind of that fits in to where we are tonight. There might be uh, things in your lives that you've uh, done in your past or, or things that uh, you've hidden away or buried that no one else knows about. But you, so you think. But remember our text. God knows everything about us. If I, if I may be so bold, God knows more about you than you know about you. Don't let Satan keep throwing that situation in your face. Telling you, hey, hey, you'll never amount to anything. You'll never be nothing. You'll never... They'll never use you at church after what you've done or after the things that you've said or where you've been. The devil, he's sly. Just like that verse says in 1 Peter 5, 8. He's, 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 he's walking about seeking 
whom he may devour, who he, he can destroy. We don't need to let him do that because here's the deal. God's seen everything you've done. God knows everything about you in your life, but he still loves you. The Bible teaches us that he so loved. In John 3.16, he says, for God so loved the world. I'm so glad that he so loved me. I'm so glad that uh, as an 11-year-old boy, I became a whosoever. You know, uh, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that uh, I've been able to talk to uh, through our ministries. And uh, they said, well, Brother John, I'll, I'm, I'll think about it. You, you, you make a good point. And I, I keep telling them it's not my point that's been made. It's, it's my Heavenly Father's. And it's what he says. I said, uh, you know, he teaches us. He tells us in his word that it's appointed that a man wants to die and after this the judgment. One of these days, it's all going to be over. This life will be over. You know, a lot of people, I remember when I was that way, Brother Mike, when I thought I'd live forever. I mean, you know, man, I was, I was crazy, Brother Cole. I mean, just, I mean it, was just, it was just plum idiotic on my part. But when God shook me and, and he gave me that chance, I remember uh, as an 11-year-old boy, I got saved. I, I was scared. I mean, I guess it was a good thing as any. I was scared of, of hell. I was scared about going to hell. Back when I was 11, we uh, had this thing uh, always uh, above our heads called World War III with the Russians pushing the button. Well, uh, uh, you know, could happen any time. You remember that. A lot of you my age can remember that, that situation and what was transpiring. I remember when uh, I accepted the Lord, I first accepted the Lord, the relief I had. You folks remember the relief that you had when you first accepted the Lord? That, uh, I mean, you just swept over you? I remember that was, I mean, I used to go to bed and sleep pitifully until I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. And he gave me a, I mean, I think I could have slept on a, a bed of nails that night. I, I just felt good about everything. I just want, I mean, I, I felt just wonderful. But I'm telling you, uh, the devil will use anything he can to, against you just to keep you from your service to God. The Bible teaches us that God forgives us, but not only does he forgive us, he forgets. There's a lot of times we can't forget some of the situations that we've done in our lives, some of the things that uh, has happened, some of the things that uh, uh, we wish that we, 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 we try to forget, but then the devil keeps saying, Psst, you remember, you remember. I know all too often that has played in my life. But God gave me this verse in Hebrews 8.12 where it says, For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness, and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. You know, the Bible says that uh, he takes our sins when we ask for that forgiveness, and he, he, he puts them as far as the east is from the west. He says he, he puts them down in the depths of the seas. He says he remembers them no more. I'm so thankful we have a God like that, a God that loves us that much, a God that is long-suffering, a God that we, uh, we don't really deserve, do we? Amen. 
but he loves us. He so loved us. You know, uh, listen, uh, don't, don't let fall into that trap where Satan says, hey, hey, you're not worth it. You're not worth it because you are worth it. Uh, Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 34, he said, uh, Verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever committeth a sin is a servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. You know, we need to understand that uh, when we keep giving in and giving in and going back, I, I don't know if you've ever played uh, that, uh, that record over and over again where, Lord, I... Uh, Forgive me, this, I'll never do this again. But then you find yourself right back into the same hog wallow. You know, I, I tell the folks in refiners, you know, they, uh, uh, I've had several people say, well, why do I keep doing this? Why do I keep doing this? And I, I, I give them an answer that Brother Mike uh, gave a, a man one time that uh, right after the service, uh, this gentleman, uh, uh, he he had the crazy look about him, but we, I opened up God's word and shared that good news, that gospel with him. And uh, he, he just plumb broke down. Right before he did that, though, he, he tore off the sleeve of his shirt and he had a big 666 tattooed on his arm. He said, can God ever love me after doing this? And I kind of shut everybody out and I said, I want you to look at me. I said, I want to read something to you. And I, and I read him on just the simple verses, things that he had never heard before. John 3.16. I mean, uh, and, you know, anyway, we went ahead and, and had the service. Brother Mike sat next to him. Uh, both of us were scared to death because this guy here looked like Charles Manson. You know, and I thought, golly. But uh, at the end of the service, he broke down and cried. And, and Mike, uh, he gave his heart to the Lord. Mike was able to lead him to the Lord. And I thought, you know, it's all God be the glory. You know, I want to tell you something. Uh, there, there's countless times that I've uh, seen individuals that, that thought that their life would never amount to anything come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. I, uh, I mean, I can tell you time after time after time, we've had individuals that, uh, that came to our program and uh, and said, uh, this is not for me. They, they, would, they would come for a while and they would uh, play that game. Put on that facade, if you will, that, hey, yes, all is good. God is so good. But then go back home and, and live uh, like they've always lived. Come back and, uh, and do the same thing over and over again to the point where they said, hey, I'm, uh, this, this is not helping me at all. I mean, I'm not getting anything out of this. Uh, we've, uh, you know, we've had individuals just say, I'm leaving, I'm walking, and then they've got up and walked out of the, the service. Uh, we prayed for them, you know, but i tell you what, I found out, and I've told, and I've counseled people, you know, I said, you, you don't want to tempt God, you don't want to test God. I said, uh, that's something not to trifle with. Uh, we've had individuals take their own lives from our program. You know, and it, it, it's a, it's a, it was a sad thing to see people that would just shun God like that. Say, I, I don't need it. I don't need you, God. Because I, I, I want you to know that we all need our Heavenly Father. You know, uh, he should be the one that guides not only our steps, but our thoughts and our actions. Amen. I mean, listen, listen to me, church family. Uh, I mean, I, I preach this every Friday to the refiners folks. 
and I'm telling you, uh, those are the folks that uh, live blatantly the things that God saved us from. You know, uh, I, I, and I, that's what I tell them all the time. I said, uh, you know, uh, what you live and, and who you are used to be some of us. But thanks to Calvary, you know, that's not that way anymore. And it don't have to be that way to you. You know, just like uh, this young boy and girl, how, how uh, his sister made him her servant. The devil makes us his servant all too often. I mean, you know, it, it doesn't need to be that way. God knows. He, he knew everything that was going to happen before you even done it. We need to go to him. There's a lot of times, maybe there's people out here in this audience tonight, this group tonight, that uh, have situations in their life that they know that shouldn't be there. Things that they've uh, uh, stuck way back in their hearts that they know, they know is not honoring and glorifying God. Amen? Bible teaches us that uh, you can tell Brother John, you can tell Brother Andrew anything, you can tell Pastor anything, more than likely, uh, uh, in your sincerity, we're going to believe you. Because we're going to look at that outward appearance and say, okay, we'll just pray for it. But the Bible says that man looketh upon the outward appearance, but God looketh upon the heart. God knows your heart. God knows exactly what you stuck back in there and tried to hide all this time. You know, it's something that we ought, we ought to take, uh, even tonight, if there's situations in your life, we need to get them fessed up, get them cleaned up, and start anew. You know, the pastor's always, uh, uh, he's, his, his heart's desire is to see a, a revival break out in Riverside Baptist Church, a revival that uh, can't be quenched. I believe with all my heart, if every one of us, each and every one of us, would come with a pure heart, a clear heart, and ask God to do a, a, a work in us. Use me, Lord, however and whatever. And we'll see some wonderful things happen. We're fixing to go to camp here in, in a couple of weeks. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm anticipating uh, some miracles taking place. For the glory of the Lord. Amen. I, I think it's going to happen. But I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, folks, uh, we need to make sure uh, whose servant we are. Amen. I mean, uh, it, it's easy. It's easy to get caught. That same old, same old. It's easy to uh, 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 say no one knows about it. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll work on it. I'll, I'll try to get it better. God knows. God was standing at the window when you done it. He knows. But here's the deal, folks. Here's the deal. He loves you. He wants you to come to him. He wants to make you whiter than snow, brother Mike. He wants to make it all better in your life. So tonight, let me ask you this, and I'm going to turn it back over to you, brother Andrew. Uh, let me ask you this. Is, is 
all well with you and the Lord? Is it? Is everything right? Or maybe is there someone that might have something inside them that they need to get taken care of? Maybe there's something that uh, that's just been uh, eating away at you. That you know that shouldn't be there. It'd be a good time tonight to give that to the Lord, wouldn't it?